It's a new season, baby. Snooze for seven podcast. You already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's not a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. <laughs>
try to prepare quickly for or adjust to guys that's not the guys they prepare for. Like me, I I, I think that, you know, they had a plan for that. But just to go out there and execute it, it's like I don't want it to be one of those games. You feel me? I, I don't want it to be. We don't want to overlook them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that's true. But see, here's the thing is we you're saying that they didn't prepare for, you know, we didn't prepare for their starters they or we didn't prepare for whoever else. But guess what? They didn't prepare for us either. Well, they got reps. Yeah. <laughs> they got reps, you feel me? Like, I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying to some degree. But, but see, here's the thing is, is reps going to be enough for them to get the job done against us? I mean, because – Reps is one thing, but being able to actually go out there and put it in action against a squad that you don't really know what you're going to go up against because, yeah, I mean, we, we've seen what Mason can do and so have they, but it's like, well, this is for all, this is pretty much for all the marbles here. Like they have the difference between, you know, slamming the door shut on us or, you know, them going into the postseason with a loss on their record. I mean, they got, they got um, a, a spot regardless, but hell, ask yourself this question. If worse comes to worse, do you really think that I mean two AFC North teams in the playoffs? Do you really think if worse comes to worse, they would want to see us again? If things were to but go our way, I don't think. Honestly, in my opinion, like I said on my show last night, if we if we if offensively if we offensively put out like we've been putting out, even mm -hmm. though the field conditions may be a little sloppy, um, I don't think there's an AFC team that may want to face us, right? Because early on we struggled offensively, so we weren't a threat to anyone. All teams knew they had to do was try to figure out how to score on our defense, right? But now when you give the defense something to work with, and now we putting up um we're putting up 30 points, you know, the last two games, there's a lot, there's a lot of momentum riding into, you know, the postseason if we go in. So I, I firmly believe, man, just from a football perspective, if we win this, if we not only if we win, but if we win and our offense still looks crisp. I'm excited going into the playoffs because one of my biggest pet peeves with us going into the playoffs was one, did we deserve it? Right. And two, could we even compete? And right. two, three weeks ago, when we talked about going into the playoffs, one thing that everyone always said was that the difference is the teams in the AFC can score. There's nothing we can do in the playoffs if we can't score. Well, now we've been scoring. Let's see if we can continue that, you know, moving forward. Yeah, definitely, Great. man. Definitely, definitely. Because, but I'll say this though: the teams that we may have to face. Oh yeah, I'm looking it up they right look now. Like they can be stopped. They we will play like the Chiefs first round. We play the Chiefs the first game if we get in. They can yep. be. If we make the sixth seed, we get the Chiefs. The seventh seed is the winner between Baltimore. Excuse me, the winner between Miami and the Buffalo Bills if they make it. But that's if so. But it, a lot, a lot happens, right? So, if well, Buffalo wins, if Buffalo yeah. wins, then our our position may move. If Buffalo loses, then that may my because you know we also got to think about that too. Miami and Buffalo, whoever lose that game is out. Yeah. So yeah. that's a that's a winner take all. Not only do the winner take the division, but the winner stays in. The loser don't get a a, a wild card spot. And Miami got something to prove after last week, man. Oh, yeah. They got smacked the right. by Baltimore belt, last week. Belt that, belt the ass, man. Belt the yeah. ass. And they, and they ailing, too, because they lost their best defensive player, too, to a torn um, ACL. So. Oh, yeah, Chubb, Chubb, right? Yeah. But I wanted to say, Jay, something that you were saying in regards to 
um, the Ravens preparing for us. Mm -hmm. So, like, anytime you – like, so for me, like, when I was playing in school, right, anytime I played a team that I was used to, like somebody that's in my conference, it really is no difference within that play. Like, you know what to expect, right? They know we're expected to be smash mouth, and we know they're expecting – we expect them to be physical. Us preparing for their backups is different – from them preparing for us because we we have something on tape that they can see that's tangible. We don't have much film on their backups as a collective unit together to say we can prepare for this. All we know is when we play Tyler Huntley, he def he gives us fits. Yeah, we win, but he gives us fits. Yeah, the weather, the weather, mm. the weather, the weather, sloppy. I don't yeah. know why I feel like Mason. That's not going to bother Mason, yo. It shouldn't in the throws that he need to make because I think he has a nice, nice little spiral that can cut through the, you know, cut through the uh, the rain and whatnot. Yeah, you know, right. It's not yeah, like I live in guys. I live in Virginia, which is about four and a half hours away from Baltimore, if that. Well, I live on the south side of Virginia, but we're supposed to be getting I some. Say, what part? Of, what, you said you're in Virginia. Okay, I'm like 25 minutes from Baltimore. Oh yeah, yeah, I live in Virginia. I'm not that far. I mean, I'm 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 actually home in Pittsburgh now. I'm not. In, I switch spots. I'm home in Pittsburgh now, so I ain't even home in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to be getting I, some school here, but yeah, the rain and the, it shouldn't bother him. But yeah, I wish this game would have been played here, man, because the snow that they're getting on Saturday and Sunday. Now that's December football. They getting about three to four feet of snow. Mm, um, okay. and it's and it's gonna be snowing all day Saturday night. That's football game weather for it's me. It's gonna be ice oh, here, like we're gonna be getting an ice and sleet storm in Virginia. So, I, I'm I'm I don't like Maryland and DC and Virginia with their weather, man. I've been neglected for snow, so I'll be having to come home just to see. It. Dang, man. So, all right, all right. Snow, rain, but you, but 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 then think about it. You said I can remind me if I'm wrong, right? But you played the line, D-line or O-line, right? Yeah, both. One of the things that O-linemen love in games like this is that you expect one to get the up on the other. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we already talk about how games are won in the trenches, but in games where the weather conditions are not right, it's even more pivotal for that battle matchup in the trenches. And, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to see how they respond. Um, because then when you think about it, so say we we win and we're able to make it to the playoffs, we go to Kansas City next. Well, we already know it's going to be cold in Kansas City. So right. we already know the weather conditions. Wherever we go, when playing in the AFC, there's going to be weather conditions, like, like really from here on out. So I'm, yeah. I'm anxious to see how they respond to that adversity of the weather. I mean, because the Ravens got to plan it too. But I'm anxious to see how they play if they can keep that their foot on the gas. And really just run the ball down the Ravens' throat. All right, all right, all right. It kind of sound like, you know, you got you got your little key matchup you're going to be watching. But that's that's basically what I'm about to ask y'all for this game. What's yeah. your key matchup for this game? And that's exactly mine, the trenches. You feel yes. me with the trenches? I agree. I was going to say, you took the word right out of my mouth. My key matchup is our running game against their D-line. Right, well, their front seven. Like I said, yeah. it's going to be a smack. Yeah, these games are always grindy, and they always come within a field goal. So that's my key matchup is how is our running game going to stack up 
to their D-line and their front seven? Or more importantly, how is their D-line going to stack up to us? Because we set the pace here. This is like Shout this is our Jones, game. Yo. That's, why, that's why I dread feeling yeah. like that, because Roderick Jones, man. Shout out to him, man. <laughs> he definitely – he the young leader on the line right now. Yeah. But yeah, that's my key matchup. Okay. My key matchup, um, even though I, I, I'm anxious to see what happened in the trenches, my key matchup is Sully versus Mike Miranda, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Okay. I'm anxious to see the rhythm and flow if we can if he can if he can continue this week, the type of rhythm he's been having the last two weeks with his game, uh, with his uh preparation, the play calling. Like everything flowed and built off the momentum of the play previous. I want to see if he can keep that going. Okay. I said the trenches, but I'll give another answer, right? It will be. But hey. How you doing? Be, they... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My life. I ain't know where that came from, fam. <laughs> hey, I look you. I look you forgot what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. But now my key matchup, I'm a, I'm gonna give another key matchup, man. It's gonna be um what's my man's name, man? Miles Jack versus the yeah. running back. <clears throat> Gus Edwards. Yeah, he he wasn't one of them that's not uh playing. I thought he wasn't playing. I don't know, but either he, we can say Justice Hill too. Yeah, anybody because Justice yeah, Hill anybody. is quicker, he's a lot more he's a lot more faster. Than Gus Edwards. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm in. I want to see that outside because you know you're gonna watch the trenches. So that's a battle you're gonna see all the time yeah. if you're paying attention. So sure. yeah, I'll go with that one, man. So that's mm -hmm. key matchups. All right. Yeah. I normally do this Fridays. You feel me? Previews, mm -hmm. predictions. If it's one coach or one player on a Pittsburgh Steelers that you have a challenge for. Who would it be? Oh, this was easy for challenge? me. For me, this is an open and shut case. Once again, for the second week in a row, it's got to be Mason Rudolph. He didn't get Mike Tomlin is trusting him to bring it home for us. So we're putting all our faith in him to try to get us to the playoffs. And I said this in the group chat. And now I may be getting a little bit ahead of myself here, but the last um, backup QB to win a Super Bowl was Nick Foles five years ago, six years ago. I ain't saying he's going to get us that far, but I think that he can get the job done in Baltimore. That's my point. That's my point. Yeah. You did say that in the group, and I, I I was working. I didn't even get to respond, but we also got to remember, Nick Foles was the starter before Carson Wentz got there. So yeah. although he was Carson Wentz backup, he was still the starter, you know, before they drafted Carson. The person that I, that I, I want to challenge – is Levi Wallace. Mm. Levi Wallace, man. I I need him to – I don't want to see him tailing, I mean trailing. You know, I don't want to see him in press coverage and he missed the bump. Like, I just want to see him play a solid game, keep everything in front of you, especially in a game where weather conditions can be uh, a factor. Because all it takes is for a quick one, two, mm, you go that way and weather conditions, I'm shooting this way. You know, so for a defensive back, defensive weather positions is always challenging because you're in the back pedal position. So, you know, you got to you got to have that low body center gravity and be able to maneuver with it. I, Levi Wallace has to step up. I need yeah. him to play a whole 
a whole fraction better than what he's been given. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like those. I like those. Mine, mine is gonna go to the punter, Presley Harvin. Mm. We may need you more than ever in this game. Yeah. It's gonna be a tough game depending on the conditions. Might not be able to get things off until like the second half when it's like some type of traction on the field. You feel me? Away? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, we gonna need better, better punts, man. Like, <laughs> we gonna need you to pin them in their 20 and their 10, you know, don't punt it low where they can get a good return. Like we don't need none of that, none of that Presley. So uh, that's my challenge. Hopefully. But, but yeah, I agree with your joint too, man, because he's been, he's been given net 20, 22 yards, 27 yards and every, and you all know, like you already know when it comes to football, Football is a three-phase game. You got your offense, defense, and special teams. And situational football is important, especially when you're playing in uh, weather conditions that may not be favorable. So he definitely is going to need to come out there and 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 punt like we've seen him doing his rookie year because what he's been giving us lately has been real inconsistent. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like that injury messed him up because he started the year pretty good. Started the year pretty good, but – once he, was, he set out that game or uh, game or two, I'm not too sure. It was two games. two games. But remember, right? They brought in another punter and he right, was right. actually doing good. Yeah. And then he and then it was like he's like, nah, I gotta get back out there. I, you know, I gotta get my get my spot back. And that next game, he was actually punting well, but then it's like over over a while, like he started like that Indianapolis game. You know, we opt the punt instead of the field goal late in the uh fourth quarter. And we think we about to pin them deep, and it's like a twenty-seven yard punt, and it's to the twenty-eight yard line. Like we can't have that. It. Take the energy away from the team, man. Yeah, that take the energy away. It's like, damn, bro. Like you sit over here all day. You feel me? You probably come out like seven, eight times a game, maybe. If like, that. But us, yeah, yeah. He's gonna go out there eight, seven times, except for these last. Yeah. Games, <laughs> right for us. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, that's my challenge to him, man. Um, all right, now we can get the predictions for this game because I'm gonna ask y'all about something else after this, man. So, what is y'all final right. prediction for this game? Final score: Steelers twenty-four, Baltimore Ravens twenty-one. It's gonna come down to whoever has the last, whoever has the ball in the last two or three minutes of the game, like it always does, and. We've delivered for the majority of the time. But yeah, that's my call for this game. Steelers by three. I I got I I I got the Steelers 20 and I got the Ravens six. And I wow. tell you why. I <laughs> I said this on my show last night. I'll tell you why. Defensively, I I, I see I see defense getting putting us in positional football. That we, mm-hmm. I see us having at least two or three turnovers, mm-hmm. um, and I, I see offense capitalizing on it. Um, I see, I don't see that much offense from Tyler Huntley because from everything that I know, when it comes to Tyler Huntley, Tyler can throw the ball, but Tyler is not. He he's not. Uh, he's not leading them to a victory in this moment with the with the weapons they're going to have at his disposal. So I don't really see them doing much now. The only way they'll they'll start doing damage to us if we can't contain the run. Mm-hmm. If we can't contain the run, then okay, 
then that will make a long day for us because now you really are putting the defensive backs in a situation. But my prediction is 20 to 6, um, and that's going to be all defensive turnovers, maybe even a, a six points from the defense. Hey, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Yeah. Who 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 uh take one to the house? To who? Who's gonna take one to the house? To the house for the oh, defense? I think it's gonna be Miles Jack. Okay. Okay. Because because if you look, man, these last couple of games for Miles, you know, because I was a fan of Miles when he was coming out of UCLA. Okay. Um, but you know, injuries set him back. I wanted us to draft him. Jacksonville took him first. Then by the time we got him, he was still battling injuries. You know, so we really didn't get that rested, vested Miles Jack. The fact that Miles been able to be at home and just rest, you know, he don't, he didn't have that full 15 weeks of wear and tear on his body from training camp, preseason, and then the regular season. So we're getting some fresh legs from Miles. And that's something that can't be said across the board for other players. And I just love the energy that he's playing with. He's playing with an energy like, you know, I didn't want to retire but I get a reprieve to show that I got, I still got it. Yeah, yeah. It, Miles Jack, dude, like he did look fresh. Like all these games, he's looking fresh. Like, oh yeah, he wasn't just at home doing nothing. You know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you with that one, man. My score, my prediction. It keep like sixteen and thirteen is like popping in my head, but it's like at the same time, twenty seven and twenty four is popping in my head, right? And I think I'm going to go with the 27-24 only because I think the Ravens may rally at the end of the game to kind of yeah. scare the Steelers. It's like that one little situation is like, oh, are we going to lose this game? Like, and then a turnover will happen where we seal the game. And it's like, oh, all right, nah, like, chill. I had y'all fun in the fourth quarter. Well, it's over 27-24. Like I was yeah. gonna say three thirty burgers. You feel me? Three thirties in a row. But I, I'm not gonna have a better prediction than last week, man. Like I was right on everything but the sacks. You feel me, Paul? Hey, like you that might, was the you only might be, thing I was wrong about. We might see a th- we might we might see a hat trick of, of thirty point games. Hey, if that happened, man, I'm gonna be like Kansas City in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and to be honest with you though. Even if we make we make it in and we see Kansas City, Kansas City's still in trouble because fact of the matter is we can't overlook the fact that Kansas City wide receivers got 27 drops this year. Yeah. You know, like they're not giving Patrick Mahomes any help. And I would hope that that trend continue, yeah. <laughs> that they don't know how to catch the ball. But you know, if I was if if I was the if I was the bet, I would I would actually want to see the Kansas city chiefs first, you know, because they're not, they're not the Kansas city chiefs of the last couple of years. Yeah. They still got Patrick and they still got Travis Kelsey, but um, their defense, their defense isn't their strong suit. And it is this year. So that's a problem yeah. because their defense was never the part that they rested on them. Like what well, a defense to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And, and they got, and they got a cornerback down. Sneed has been hurt as well too. So, you know, I'm 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 anxious to go up against. I just don't like going to Arrowhead. Mm. Yeah. It, I don't know, man. It seems like this year, I noticed like Stellar Nation really showed up everywhere, everywhere. Like I don't think 
it was an away game where you didn't see a like at least thirty to forty percent still fans. Yeah, like the cheers were loud. Where you had to like look at the film, like yo, we're not home. Like it was I crazy. Found. Like still a nation <clears throat> represented crazy this year. I so found I think the game. Kansas City might be one of them places. Still, might at least get twenty nine percent and allow them. Maybe, but you know what? <laughs> you know what's crazy though. For some reason, Steelers fans travel great everywhere. Like I remember, uh, I remember uh, it was about about six, about seven, eight years back. We played the uh, Washington Redskins at the time, right? And Ben Roethlisberger got hurt at half, and Baron Leftwich had to come in yeah. in that game. And I want to say it was a Monday night game, right? And I remember Lamar Woodley and James uh, Harrison on the field while the de- this is how many Steelers fans was in the attendance on the field on defense going like this in the like in the third quarter and I'm like yo that's disrespectful like so I start calling it Hines North I start calling it Hines Field North like goddamn I'm at home <laughs> <laughs> we own here too yeah but, man and uh one thing no one pointed out Travis Kelsey is struggling Oh yeah, but the Pittsburgh Steelers is a team that Travis Kelsey might have one fifty on. And and but we've been giving up the tight ends all year though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So So I don't really know if teams is shutting them out or he's just not playing well. I think I don't really watch Kansas City games too often, you know. So oh, I do. I watch Kansas City. I, I keep a very close eye on them. And uh, I don't know. This is a horrible joke I'm about to say, but uh, he, he it was like it, it's looking like that. Travis Kelsey may have a swift retreat. She, she is a problem. She is a problem. She don't donate to the show, so she a problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> but keep coming to the games, Taylor. Please come next week if we, you feel me? If we right. go over there, like <laughs> come to the game, man. Show I you feel every like time ever, it seemed like she's been a distraction this year. Is I think Travis Kelsey's just been overwhelmed with that. You know what I mean? Not only that, not only that, you know, just the fact that he really don't have no outside help. Tony yeah. drops everything that's thrown to him. Uh Marquez about it. Like, you don't know that's if he's gonna trip to catch the ball or if he just gonna drop it too. So they really have not had, you know, the help that he needs. Yeah. Yeah, man, from Kansas City, man. But like, look, <laughs> let me ask y'all a question, man. No one's talking about it, but I've been thinking about this for a while, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Special teams. Oof. Kenny Smith. Well, like, a lot of people like him. He's animated. He might be one of the few special team coaches that other teams' fans know, you know. But do y'all think he's really good at his job? Because we can never return kicks. We yeah. can never return kicks. Now, coverage, we're good. But we can never return kicks. Gunnar Osheski, I think he return made uh, NFC player of the week for special teams or something. Yeah. He was trash here. Now, I want to apologize to the man. <laughs> well, I'm like, yo, we, it don't matter who you put back there. They're not going, they're not going home. I don't know what's going on, 
But I want to know how y'all feel about Danny Smith. Is he someone that's getting a pass just because he's light? Because I think if you're going to play special teams, coverage is cool and all, but you got to try to score, man. You got to try to score on some of these or at least put us in good position. We don't even get – we rarely – I think we probably got a return that was over 30 yards maybe twice this year. I don't yeah. think we have the. I don't think we have the right. Uh, when we when we talk about Pittsburgh, right? Um, yeah. The re, the people that we have returning the ball, like even the cat we got returning the ball now, I'm like, who is he? It, it's like Calvin we don't really have a return man. Calvin but the Austin. problem, with, it, right? But the problem with him was he was putting the ball on the ground, mm-hmm. right? So that's why they took him from back there on punt return. Mm-hmm. But then also you don't want him to get hurt because he battled injuries for the first two years of his career. So you don't want to overwhelm, but Calvin would be a great, you know, option if he could hold the ball because he has the speed that we need. We don't do well with being able to have personnel like before they had Anthony McFarlane back there. And Anthony we McFarlane also, is not a kick returner. And also we had, uh, what's his name? Ray Ray McLeod. He was the last guy to return a touchdown for us for a field, for um, a punt. Ray Ray McLeod. And, and he and and that's and that's why the San Francisco 49ers are missing him right now. Ever yeah. since he went out, their production on kick return or punt return has went down. They're not average, they're not start their average start isn't the 31 yard line. You know, they're not getting that production that he gave. But even when he was here, we still was not, it ain't like I understand what Kev is saying. Like, we're not yeah. utilizing them right. It's like the punt returns we have. It's like when we do punt return right, sometimes, to be honest with you, I don't know if it's right or left because everybody just be split. I see players on both sides of the field. I don't see a wall built. Like, we don't we don't get downfield quick enough to even set up a wall. I don't, I don't know. We struggle bad. I think Danny Smith is getting the pass. I, like, I think he cool and all, but I'm like, yo, I'm tired. I'm tired of us, like, all right, a team about to punt it or kick off. I know we're not doing nothing with that. Antonio Brown was a different beast, man. He was sure. a different beast. And I felt like we had better personnel for, you know, returns at that point. But that was yeah. a decade ago when he was returning kicks. Yeah. You know, Gunnar Osheski won player of the week for special teams. He didn't do good at, with us at all. Grant, he did drop some stuff. But it's like he dropped a lot. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't even look like he was going to be able to score or do anything. Because it's like, right. yo, you see defenders in the screen by the time he catch it. You feel me? Or close when he start to make a move, they're right there, and you see. Right, and that's why. Right, and that point. That's what I was saying. It's like we don't even get downfield quick enough to set up the wedge or the wall for whatever uh, side we're supposed to run to. You know, like, think about this, right? When we brought in T.J. Watt, brother, right, there, and mm-hmm. we said we were bringing him in for fullback when he never really lined up at fullback, and we used him primarily on special teams. Well, that's the reason why we got rid of Roosevelt Knicks, because they said they wanted to utilize fullback more, but they couldn't use Knicks the way they wanted to. Well, Roosevelt Knicks was one of our better special teams players. Yeah. It's like we don't right. keep the guys around that really – Produce on special teams like that, and then we keep trying to find filling guys. It, it don't work, and I agree. Danny Smith is long overdue. Yeah, 
Uh, all right. No I'm, one, no I'm one talk about that at all, man. Because you know special you're right. teams. I, you're right. That's all right, well, for me personally, I think that the whole kick return thing, all right, punt returning, number one, it's 60% blocking. You can't have a good punt return without good blocking. Every, every team has shown you that. Number two, I think that Ray Ray McClellan, not Ray, excuse me, I think that um, Calvin Austin third should get the look as the, as the number one return guy. I think he absolutely should. And I, I mean, as far as uh, Smith getting a pass, um, I, I don't think he, I don't really don't think that he should get a pass. I mean, because of the way, I mean, the thing is, your special teams for a reason. Like, look, you're only gonna get, you're only gonna see the field once in a blue moon, so you might as well make the best of it. And we're not getting that production out of him. So that, along with those other factors, is the reason why he shouldn't. But yeah, that's man, my two cents. Man, the writing on the wall, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm saying it. I might, I might be the villain. I might be still a nation's villain. You feel me? I, I'll wear the crown. You know what I'm saying? I got Mike Tomlin. You know. <laughs> As long as I hold him down, you feel me? I'm gonna always be an enemy <laughs> for still a nation, you know? Right. You know what I mean? Somebody got hold Tomlin down because everybody else just throwing them to the wolves. Yeah, exactly. it is crazy. All the players, all the players come to his defense, and that's all that matters. I'm like, y'all are louder than these fans that's online that don't really know what they're talking about. Half a good 70% of them. Cause it's like half of them never even been in a like and and I and I know I shouldn't say this, man. And I think I got I got criticized by a fan when I said this, but I'm gonna stand on it. I think that I, I'm I told my my followers in 2024, I'm no longer being analytical about football with people who didn't play, because being analytical from a player perspective to a person that didn't play, they're never going to understand what I'm trying to convey to them. Because all they see is what they see what they think should happen versus not knowing that it literally takes what they feel should happen. What they feel. Yeah. What right. They feel. <laughs> feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't understand it takes all 11 guys to do their part in order for it to function right. If one guy do the, do the wrong thing, it messes everything else up. So they don't understand the uh, continuity that, has, that goes into football. They just say, well, he should have threw it, or he should have like you don't know what he sees. You don't know, like you gotta they see more. To they're feel. not, they're not processing nothing. It is going yeah. like he should be able to do that. Are you serious? You sure? Right. You I'm like, again? Or sometimes I'll be like this. Well, you go out there and do it. Well, he get paid to do it. Okay, but you're not looking at the full picture. You're looking at what you're saying he should see. Like you yeah. don't see the 290. You don't see the 295 pound linebacker. Beaming exactly. from his backside, you don't see that part. Like even the way I explained, like when um, Kenneth Walker scored his touchdown, I was describing Alex Highsmith, right? Because you know Alex Highsmith, I felt like he should have pushed the lineman down to try to keep outside contained and see everything. But I'm like, right. I don't know what he saw because the guy in front of him big as hell. So I'm like, I'm not gonna hold that against him too hard. I just feel like, you know, he probably should have did that. He probably would have if he was able to see. I don't know right. if he was able to see or not. But other people would be like, yo, Alex Highsmith sucks. You see Nick Herbert? He should start over Highsmith. I'm like, yo, yo chill the hell out. Yo, do y'all not you know, know I've been hearing that? Like, it's nasty. You know I've been hearing that? I've, it's been about seven people who's online posted real life that Nick Herbert should be starting over Alex Highsmith. I'm like, yeah. yo, go play in traffic. 
Yeah, <laughs> Please it, go plan traffic. No shot at Nick Herbig. Yeah, no shot it's at Nick Herbig. No shot. Sure. But it's like Alex Highsmith. Like, granted, on the other sh- on D show, you feel me? I was like, it's TJ. It's TJ. It's fucking TJ. You know, I was right. He ended up getting the MVP. Oh, you are talking about when we were talking about the? Uh, oh yeah, I said Highsmith. You're right. Yeah, you said, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Highsmith is just he's hanging on. Like, I don't even want to do that. But he's right there with TJ. <laughs> You feel me? I don't want to disrespect him. I like Alex Heisman. I like him coming in. I'm like, yo, he's a grown man already. You feel me? But yeah, man, we gonna wrap this show up, man, because it's definitely it's, it's definitely you go any either way. You feel me? Um, I'm gonna let y'all sign yourself out, and then you know we are gonna end the show. All right, man. go ahead, Jay. All right, Steelers, let's bring it home. Let's be great. And let's show them why we belong here. 24-21 Steelers. Here we go. I'm looking for that good old Pittsburgh mentality, man. When I come home, all I see is the steel mills. I see rough. I see, you know, ragged. I see cobblestone, brick roads. When I think of Pittsburgh Steelers, I think of all of that into one. And that's all I want to see. I want to see that ignorant fight. I want to see that. When they when we tackle somebody, we don't help them up. We don't we don't be smiling. We smack their hand. We can get a kick in. I'm okay with that. But I just want us to get back to that physicality that we're known for and start making the league remember that still city is still a still city, regardless of who wear the jersey. 20 to 6 Pittsburgh. That's a yes. fact, man. I appreciate y'all brother for joining on. Stills for Seven Podcast, episode 139 is in the books. Let's get the win and check out the cover because that's exactly what needs to happen. Exactly yeah. what need to happen. You feel Minus me? Minus the face mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the face mask off. <laughs> All right, man. We out of here, yo. All right, Peace. fam. It's a new season, baby. Stills for Seven Podcast. You already know what it is, man. Gang, gang. You already know what it is, man. It's not a gang. It's a gang. It's the gang. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah this our division, the other three go missing Come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it <laughs>